I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And we eat stuff. Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. In this podcast, we're seeking out folks in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. This week's guest is Robin Wheeler from the local catering business, Subterranean Homemade Foods. We had a really fun conversation with Robin and had an interesting time learning about all the foodie stuff and cooking stuff that she does around St. Louis and a little bit about her writing endeavors as well. So thanks so much for tuning in. Please enjoy our conversation with Robin. Hi, Robin. Hi, Christine and What's Charles. What's up? I have waffles on my feet. Yes. Oh, you do? And I'm so happy about that. Good. <laughs> He's come here to assist us. Yeah. He's done a great job. Well, he is, yes. Great supervisor. Barback. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is this lovely concoction? This is a cold brew and tonic from the Mud House, mm. uh, which is one of my favorite locations, one of my favorite drinks. Um, you guys are getting the Mud House instead of my version because mm-hmm. this is how my life operates. Yeah. I had full intentions of making my own cold brew, which I do all the time. Yeah. And I've got my Pitney Bend um, tonic, which I love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll make cold brew and tonic and take my own and then life intervenes and I realize that I don't have time Mm -hmm. okay uh so I'll do like I always do and stop by the mud house yeah so Mm. that's all right good place uh yeah I approve of that yeah well and that's I spend a great deal of my time there so Mm -hmm. yeah I walked in today and they're like wait you're here on a Sunday you never come in on weekends like I know there's too many people it's scary (laughs) it is it's like oh I have I have I'm on a mission today I've got to get cold brews and tonics Perfect. So. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Here we are. And also, it's the time of day that um, I need my last caffeine yeah. of the day because of the headache. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm one of those that if I don't have one around three, the day mm. is over. Yeah. We're yeah. done. Well, I usually, you know, drink most caffeine most of the day, and then when it's time to done with work, then it's time to switch to alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and that's the thing. With being mid-afternoon and being on a Sunday, it's yeah. like... Oh man, I can go any direction. Yeah, on this. Yeah, true, true, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there was a chance if I had gone by the mud house and it was too busy that I would have gone down to the hot shop yeah. and grabbed a six pack. Yeah. So nothing on the bed. Yeah, that's all right. Options. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so Robin, who are you? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> can I quit now? Uh, oh man. <laughs> Jeez. Depends on who you ask. Um, And I have a list of people you can ask and ones you shouldn't. Um, (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Okay, kind of. Not really. (laughs) Um, I'm a mom first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Because, um, well, because I did that. And now I now have this 13 year old person who follows me around. Yes. Um, I am a writer. First and foremost, after the parenting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm a chef, which mm-hmm. I did not anticipate becoming mm. or being. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it keeps coming to me. Mm-hmm. It keeps coming back to me. I've been in and out of the industry since about 2002, mm-hmm. and every time I try to leave, something drags me back, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, and what's yeah. your latest endeavor? Uh, for the past almost four years, I've, which was the last time I got dragged back in, mm-hmm. um, the company I started then, I didn't plan on it being a company. Mm-hmm. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be a one-time event, and I had just finished the manuscript, the first manuscript um, of a book about Woody Guthrie. So I was oh, in Woody Guthrie. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'll interview you guys next because <laughs> the last name and music yeah, and yeah. yeah. Um, and I was asked to do an underground dinner. Mm-hmm. And here I just spent this year with Woody Guthrie and all of the people he inspired, mm-hmm. taking up all my time, mm. all my brain power. So. Jokingly said, okay, the business is subterranean homemade foods <laughs> as a riff on subterranean homesick blues. <laughs> and then I started getting more job offers and more people saying, hey, that was really fun. Let's do it again. Hey, do you want to teach? And well, I've kind of shackled myself with this giant, massive name nobody can spell or remember. <laughs> okay, I can't think of anything else. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, the jobs just came faster than <laughs> than logic yeah. and the thought process nice. so so yeah that's what I'm still doing is um, I do pop-ups and undergrounds mm-hmm. uh, I don't do the day-to-day restaurant yeah. thing um, mm. not my thing uh-huh. yeah. just I realized early on that is not you wouldn't have a life I wouldn't have a life yeah, yeah, and like yeah. I said cooking came about secondary to writing mm. and I still need to be able to do that mm-hmm. um, and I get bored doing the same thing over and over and doing pop-ups and undergrounds allows me the opportunity to change a menu every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, through Subterranean Homemade Foods, what I'm doing now is I do a monthly jazz brunch. Mm-hmm. It's at Human Spaces in Carondelet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we bring in a different jazz musician each month. Cool. It's a suggested cover charge for the musician. All the menu charges are suggested. We want it accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a donation bar and pick a different charity each mm-hmm. month and donate the bar yeah. to that. And nice. We have an awesome time. Uh, we started doing that in November. Okay. I've got another project that starts April 11th with a Morphe Publishing Group. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a publishing house here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a series of author dinners. Mm-hmm. It's called the Morphe Literary Feast. Cool. Mm-hmm. And At the same location? No, no. These are going to be moving. Okay. They wouldn't let me call it movable feast. Yeah. Oh. I, I thought I worked feast in there because it, yeah. the yeah, connotation yeah, yeah. is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, each one is going to be at a place that reflects um, the book that will be covered. Nice. Uh, the first one is a St. Louis noir detective novel mm-hmm. set post-war St. Louis mm-hmm. uh, by John Joseph Ryan. He's mm-hmm. D. Ryan's husband from Sauce Magazine. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And um, with that setting, we got Mo Modern Design Shop to let oh. us use their space. Sweet. So it's a ticketed event. Mm-hmm. It's 25 spots total. Yeah. Three-course dinner with the author. Yeah. Talking about St. Louis in the 50s. Yeah. Cool. crime and detective stuff. Very and, cool. Yeah. That's April 11th? April 11th. Cool. That's a... It's a... Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm. Okay. Actually, jazz brunch, the next jazz brunch is April 9th mm-hmm. on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then Tuesday. Very cool. For the Amorphe Excellent. Literary Feast. Mm-hmm. Um, do a couple of big, 
big dinners mm-hmm. each year. Mm-hmm. The next one of those is May 21st mm-hmm. at Barnett on Washington. Okay. Doing eight courses. Wow. Around the world in eight plates. Oh, wow. Mm. That one is going to be, we went back and forth. Are we going to do the countries that are from around the world in 80 days? Mm-hmm. Now those are all pretty well represented mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They allowed me to decide what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, my first inclination was to do all the countries that are on the um, immigration ban. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, plus one that, that might be on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But decided that might be a little too overt. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. instead I'm going with eight countries that aren't represented in St. Louis's restaurants. Mm-hmm. And some of them are on the immigration ban. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, I, at this point... Um, I'm still planning the menu, and uh-huh. I'm looking for people who are from these countries, Neat. so that it's not a total appropriation. I actually want to learn about these foods, yeah. what they mean to these cultures, mm-hmm. how to do them properly, how to do them justice, and pass this along to the diners. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. what are the the cult the cultures countries that you are? Oh, it's, it's, I just kind of finalized it this week. I yeah. don't know if I can remember off the top of my head. Most of them. Okay. If you remember. Um, Syria. Mm-hmm. Haiti. Iceland. Mm-hmm. Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameroon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's three more. Mm-hmm. Bolivia. Mm-hmm. And Indonesia. And um, I always forget the last on any list. So mm-hmm. it could be a list of two things and I'd remember one. It's mm-hmm. okay. Cool. Very so, cool. Yeah. I teach a voice student who's actually from Ukraine. Ooh, we might need to talk in, about that. Yeah, I should put her in yeah. contact with yeah. you. Yeah. Hmm. That cool. would be awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. That's neat. Yeah. And so you do, would, would you call yourself a private chef or? or hmm. Yeah. Somewhat. Maybe. Yeah, because I do some of that. Uh-huh. Um, I do, you know, I don't have caterer on my business cards, but mm-hmm. if people ask me to cater things, mm-hmm. if it's something I can do well and I'm interested yeah. in, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Um, I'm a culinary educator too. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach through Kitchen Conservatory and Deerbrook. Oh, oh, really? Oh, cool, cool. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm at. Uh, I was supposed to have a class today that didn't quite have enough students enrolled, mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. why my afternoon was free. Cool. Uh, yeah, I do several classes a week, um, both mm-hmm. public classes that are you know in their brochures, mm-hmm. and private events. Mm-hmm. Um, I do some that are just people mm-hmm. coming to me going, "Hey, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's find a space." Mm-hmm. And yeah, very nice. Yeah. Do you have any formal training? Yep. Yeah? I do. Um, well, I did my undergrad in English and communication mm-hmm. with the intention of writing. And after five years, um, after graduating, I worked in video production and realized I'm not writing. Mm-hmm. And any job, I didn't want to be a journalist, mm-hmm. per se. Mm-hmm. And um, I moved to St. Louis around that same time mm-hmm. and knew about the culinary program at Forest Park Community College. Yeah. Uh, enrolled in that with the idea of I want to write about food because cooking was second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love to write. I love cooking. Mm-hmm. And it was with the idea of I'm going to go to culinary school, learn everything I can about mm-hmm. cooking, about the food business. Yeah. And then write about it because I don't want to go in and write about it just knowing what I know as a hobbyist. Mm-hmm. So I completed the program yeah. and so two years of culinary education uh, with an awesome program. Mm-hmm. And this was almost 18 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, it was, um, I learned more there than I did while doing my undergrad. Yeah. It was really, it was not to make a pun, but it was trial by fire. And yeah. man, I came out knowing things that yeah. I never would have anticipated. And yeah. with the knowledge that, okay, I didn't go into this to cook, but mm-hmm. I will always have, I, I have a skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a vocational skill now. I will always be able to find a job. Right. And at, right after I left or finished, it was around the time Sauce started publishing. Mm-hmm. And so I just slid right in there. Cool. Started doing, I did a monthly column for them from their oh. second issue in 2001. Oh, wow. Until, I was there until May 2005. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. And from there, um, one of the, the first cover story I did for Sauce was about uh, like one-off culinary classes. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go to culinary school, but you want to learn how to how to make one certain thing. Mm -hmm. And that led to going to classes at Kitchen Conservatory and Mm -hmm. Deerberg's and Coca in New Mm -hmm. City had just started a program. Mm -hmm. Their education director at the time was a food person. Mm -hmm. And since they're in an old synagogue, they had this huge kosher kitchen Mm -hmm. that was just sitting. Mm -hmm. So they rehabbed it and they started doing culinary art classes. And I interviewed them for their the article and at the end of it they asked if I was interested in teaching mm-hmm. like well okay didn't know this was a job interview <laughs> never taught anything before in my life okay sure I'll do it sure um, <laughs> which led to hey we'd like to cross market our culinary classes by having the people who are teaching the classes cater our events like mm. exhibit openings yeah. opening night yeah uh, can you do past d'oeuvres for a hundred in mm-hmm. five days sure no problem Never catered anything before in my life. Did it anyway. Um, and the next thing I knew, along with writing, it's like I had a catering company. Uh, I didn't set out to have a catering company. Yeah. But now my first business cards were people coming back to the kitchen mm-hmm. that night at Coca mm-hmm. and asking for my information nice. and me scribbling it down on cocktail napkins cool. and nice. getting jobs from that. It's like, okay, cool. maybe I'm good at this. Awesome. And I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And it's... A little bit more lucrative so yeah. so yeah that's um my formal training and my seat of my pants training hmm. very came cool from that yeah. that era yeah. that I like stage. it yeah very cool so since you uh graduated from forest park all right so that was that's been a while yeah. uh what's what are just some changes around st louis the food restaurant scene that you oh have noticed that we have one yeah <laughs> <laughs> that we actually have one yeah. um I said, I moved here, and it's not like I moved here from far away. I grew up in western Missouri. Mm-hmm. I was in Columbia for eight years. Mm-hmm. But when I got here, I'm like, wow, it's all uh, oversweet Italian. Mm-hmm. And this weird pizza that I seem to be missing a gene marker <laughs> to enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was, I was just kind of disappointed that mm-hmm. everything, I didn't know if it was that I didn't know where to look. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, you know, at that time, I'm reading all the food magazines and, yeah, watching food TV because it was new at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was disappointed. There just didn't seem to be... The only really interesting thing that was going on around that time were the restaurants that Blake Brokaw was doing. Mm-hmm. Tangerine on Washington mm-hmm. was my absolute favorite, uh-huh. like, from mm-hmm. the first time I went there. And I wanted to see people doing more mm-hmm. what he was doing, taking these these spaces in neighborhoods that weren't well-trafficked mm-hmm. and doing really 
interesting food, things that I'm going to look at and not think, oh, I could have made this at home. Mm -hmm. You know, I hated mushrooms. He got me to eat, uh, he did a chicken fried portobello Mm -hmm. that with mushroom gravy. Mm -hmm. I got me to eat mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, I wanted that kind of challenge. And what I have seen in the St. Louis scene is we now have that. Mm I don't know what really brought it about. Mm-hmm. I'm consider myself very lucky to have arrived at the time that I did yeah. to kind of see what there was and watch this evolution and yeah. be a part of it, even yeah. if it was you know from writing for Sauce. I also wrote for the RFT for years after Sauce, mm-hmm. and you know just seeing so many, seeing it not just be native St. Louis people. And restaurants that are within the same family for generations mm-hmm. after generations, seeing people come in who were not who didn't grow, necessarily grow up in the culinary sure. world, mm-hmm. and coming in with their own ideas. Yeah. Uh, John Perkins from Juniper mm. comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, he he started doing undergrounds. He had a degree from seminary school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. and then seeing people. Um, like um, Carrie McDowell, mm-hmm. who was at the Crossing at the time, mm-hmm. coming in with this awesome New York pedigree, mm-hmm. but also being a good Southern boy, yeah. and and then winding up here and seeing all of how he managed to take all of that and turn it into what we saw at the Crossing and mm-hmm. what we continue to see, what he did at Winslow's home, and mm-hmm. that was really exciting mm-hmm. over over the past fifteen years or so sure. to see more people approaching it that way yeah. mm-hmm. and you know as as a chef as a cook okay. um i get inspired by that because it makes me think oh i can do this mm. yeah. i can take these weird ideas mm. that don't fit into the restaurant norm mm-hmm. that don't fit into the culture that's always mm-hmm. been here mm-hmm. and i can go okay if it fails it fails mm-hmm. if it doesn't cool yeah we'll go from there mm-hmm. and um, St. Louis has gotten a lot done here. Mm, yeah. Both in what they open and what they're willing to eat. Right. Sure, yeah. That's and cool. I like that. Yeah, it's cool. We're pretty spoiled with choices these days. Oh, yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, my daughter's 13, and we do a thing every Friday night. Um, she has an art apprenticeship oh, neat. in South City. Mm. So she goes there after school. Mm-hmm. She finishes at 530. The timing is just right. Pick a restaurant. Kind of beat the Friday night rush. Mm-hmm. We don't repeat. We try not to repeat. Sometimes mm-hmm. we do. Yeah. If it's like, man, this week has sucked. Let's go to Rooster. Okay, <laughs> we need breakfast. Yeah, yeah. That happens. Or man, this week sucked. We need to we need tamales. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. let's go to El Chaparrito. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, we're kind of working our way through your neighborhood right now. Awesome. So yeah. yeah, we pick a different restaurant each Friday. Cool. And we try to make it one that I haven't gone to mm-hmm. either. Um. And, man, the choices are almost overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. And it, to the point where it's like, on the way to her class, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, we haven't been here or here or here or here or here. And she's like, mom, stop. <laughs> it's too many. It's like, I know. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed. That's how we sometimes feel on the weekend dinners. Yeah. Do yeah. That. Yeah. Well, and that's why it's like, okay, we're trying to kind of limit it to neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah. Now. That makes sense. And, yeah, we, we did Copper Pig this Friday. Nice. And... Love that place. Oh yeah, yeah. That was our first first visit for both of us. Awesome. And I was thrilled because she's taking this as an opportunity to expand 
what she eats. Mm. Good for her. Oh, yeah. God. I wish she would do it with vegetables. Yeah. Mm. But. Baby steps. Baby steps, man. <laughs> yeah, she was looking at the menu and said, thinking about this duck confit poutine. Mm. Like, do you know what confit is? She said, no, tell me. And I did. <laughs> And she was, like, picking out the cheese curds and handing them to me. Then I'll trade you the cheese curds for the duck. <laughs> like, kid loves cheese. Nice. Yeah. But I'm like, all right. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like, all right. Cool. We went to Copper Pig and my kid ate duck confit. Very good. And loved it. Yeah. And now we're going to do some confit chicken legs at home. Sweet. And, Sweet. Cool. Yeah. And that's being able to do that. We couldn't have done that here 18 years ago. Definitely. Mm. Could not have gone into... A restaurant in that price range yeah. mm. and had anything mm. with that level of classic technique. Yeah. Sure. Just very cool. Do you remember uh, the Red Moon? It was down on Locust, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 I totally forgot about that place. Yeah. yeah that's where, um, uh, what's it called? The place where Josh Charles is at now. Blood and Sand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right now. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like, it went back there way back in like 2003 or so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, and see, I had this, um, my daughter was born in 2004, Mm -hmm. so I have kind of this little block of, if I went anyplace, I don't really remember (laughs) for a couple of years. But yeah, I remember, um, it's like they were there before she was born, but by the time Mm -hmm. I was back to writing about it, they were, I can't remember what happened with her, it was something ugly, but. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like. It also was a uh, Caribbean being breeze that was in yeah. Belleville. Oh my God! Yeah, that was great. I love that a lot. Oh, uh, that... see, that was before I, I live in Belleville part time. Oh, and have for ten years. <laughs> so I, that was before my time, mm. and so I totally missed that one. It was great, but yeah, wow. it didn't last very long. What was it? It was. Oh, she came right was on. It was not downtown Belleville, mm-hmm. but a little bit off down one of the roads from downtown Belleville. Mm-hmm. So I, oh, I think. There's one, a place that's like um, on that eastern end of downtown, mm. off of Maine, really close to Mascuta Avenue. Mm. And yeah, there's like this restaurant, awesome building. I think it's too big to really mm. be maintained. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's gone through several uh, incarnations. I bet that was it. It might be. It's one of those uh, yeah. places of doom where restaurants are Yeah, well, and it's, it's just far enough off Main Street yeah. that unless you know it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think it's yeah. too early. Uh, on that too. Yeah, it's too early for that kind of concept going on. The kind of yeah. fusion of cuisine yeah. in, in the area, and especially yeah. in Belleville. Yeah. But I know it was wonderful. I loved it. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Yeah. There was, um, right about the time I moved over there 10 years ago, there was a tiny, I'm on the West End mm-hmm. uh, in Signal Hill, mm-hmm. and there was um, Todd, Todd Santinelli mm-hmm. um, was the chef and the owner. Just a little storefront in a three storefront strip mall. And he was doing like fresh made modern Asian. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you could go in there and get sashimi. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. And mm-hmm. it just wasn't sustainable in that neighborhood, mm-hmm. yeah. which was a shame. Mm-hmm. But but then again, same neighborhood down the street yesterday, um, forty two oh four brewery opened their second location. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it is changing, and it's, yeah. things are happening. Nice. Cool. It's good to see. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. So then, all right, so I, get, I have a question, I guess for you, and then partly for your daughter. Since <laughs> okay. you guys have been really adventurous eaters as yeah. of late, 
Yeah. Do you do you have any um, dishes or meals or mm-hmm. drinks that you guys have had lately that you think people should know about? Oh yeah, lots yeah. of good ones. Tell us. Um, she was a real, really, really big fan of. Um, I can't remember. I think it's on their regular menu at Iron Barley. Mm-hmm. The bacon wrapped cheddar. Mm. It's ridiculous. Mm. And it's so good. Yeah, I had that one, but I remember I used to go there a yeah. long time ago. Well, see, that's the thing. She's been going there since she was an infant. Mm-hmm. And anytime mm. I would suggest it, you know, in the past couple of years, I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to. Finally got her back there mm-hmm. recently, mm-hmm. and she was like, that's on that's on the keeper mm. list. Yeah. I mean, she loved everything we had that night, yeah. but that blew her mind. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you think it's kind of the Greek saganaki, but with mm-hmm. a really good white cheddar wrapped mm. in bacon. You know, you get that melty, and it was obscene. It was nice. so good. Um, let's see. Um, we really really like Lona's Little Eats. Mm. She yeah. would eat their mm-hmm. glass noodles for every meal. Hmm. Yeah. Um, big fan of Lona's. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else has she done? Oh, we went to Sheesh uh, last oh, week. Uh-huh. Yeah. We went there shortly place. after they opened. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. really nice. Yeah. Yeah. She was, we were both big fans of that. Mm-hmm. She got whichever their spiciest mm-hmm. lamb kebab mm-hmm. is. I can't remember which name yeah. it has, but mm. she likes spicy. Yeah. Mm. And... Yeah, she mm-hmm. was knocked her socks off, loved it. Good. And I did too. Yeah. Um, duck confit poutine was definitely a keeper. Mm-hmm. We were both impressed with that. Uh, let's see. Um, those have been the biggies. Yeah. Those are the ones that leap right to my yeah. mind. Any beverages you've had lately? Um, or, or beers or cocktails yeah. or whatever? Yeah, you know, I've, I've kind of cut back on the drinking just yeah. because. Just because around the time I hit like 42, 43, I realized it makes me really sleepy mm. and I need to be awake sometimes. Mm. But yeah, um, I I drink so much coffee and I'm, mm. yeah, I love, um, I love what's happening coffee wise yeah. in St. Louis, yep. man. It's such my favorite thing right now. And it's not coffee, but it's at the coffee houses. Um, the uh, it's going by um, several names, de- different names depending on where you get mm-hmm. it. At Kitchen House, they're calling it Gold Dust. Mm-hmm. At um, Mud House, it's Golden Milk. Mm-hmm. But it's by Big Heart Tea Company. Yep. It's yep. the retailer, and yeah. it's the powdered version of their Cup of Sunshine. Yep. Made like matcha. Yeah. It's whipped into milk. Oh my God. I was actually <laughs> drinking some of that about two hours ago. Oh, it's yeah. so. You, well, you almost had another one because it was really hard to not bring that yeah. today. But I thought, no, I need to stick with the coffee thing. Yeah. And we're going with something that's. Mm-hmm. Robin centric, but no, I, I do enjoy that. <laughs> oh, a lot. yeah, that that's become my. If I'm, I work from the mud house a lot. Uh-huh. That, that's my that's my office. Yeah, cool. And yeah, I'll do coffee all day, and mm-hmm. then after the last one of the day, it's like nope, it's it's golden milk. That's not mm. caffeinated, right? No caffeine. Perfect. No, I didn't caffeine. think it was, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good um, to know. Yeah, that's I cannot get enough of that stuff right yep. now. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, speaking of forty two oh four, I went down there a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, I just had it as part of a flight. But mm-hmm. they they do a really good pecan brown ale, oh, and I don't know. If they, well, that one they they can and it's available. But uh-huh. uh, they had a special version of it on tap that was a salted caramel Whoa. pecan brown ale. Wow, I, I'm not a big sweet. 
person, and it was a little on the sweet side, mm-hmm. but man, they nailed the flavors. Mm. It was, without it being overpowering or cloying, huh. if it had been a stout, it would have been too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. But as, um, as a brown ale with that mm. lighter, not quite as sweet, still had a little hoppiness to it, uh-huh. a little yeastiness, mm. it's like, yeah, this is like a really good caramel pecan roll. Wow. Without all the sugar. Uh, so that, that's that's my current beer nice. choice. Cool. I would have never thought of putting those flavors together. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Well, that, and that's another one. When I first saw it, I said I got it on a flight because mm-hmm. that was what's like. I'm not ordering a pint of that because mm-hmm. as, as soon as I do, I'm gonna have a drink of it and go, oh, God, what were I thinking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, that was not the case. Cool. Cool. Um, I I go to Foam at least once a week just to get their chai. Mm-hmm. They do a house blend chai that's mm. really good. Nice. Um, not overly sweet, which is why I like it. Yeah. So, Very cool. yeah, yeah, those are um, kind of the go-tos Good. lately. Ooh. I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Um, I briefly talked to Ben Groupie from mm. Oleo a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When are the spritzers coming back? Mm. Oh, yeah. God, I love the spritzers yeah. that they did mm. last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were great. I like their whole cocktail program there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They've been good. Yeah, see, at all, I'm in Belleville part-time and Shaw part-time, kind of mm. on the northern end, so mm. I'm just a couple of blocks from there. Nice. That tends to be one of my, yeah. Yeah. I like hmm. it. Go. good people there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But, yeah. So, Robin, what did you want to be when you were a kid? A writer. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. And dreams come true. And dreams come true, <laughs> yeah. Well, my first paid writing job was with Sauce. Yeah. So. Excellent. So, yeah, I mean, that was the goal all along was I wanted to write, and then realized fairly early on, I have to have something to write about. Yeah. So I either have to go out and do really ridiculous things, mm-hmm. which I've done plenty, mm-hmm. and I've gotten lots and lots of fodder out of that. Yeah. Um, but if I actually want to get paid. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I've, I've been very happy with, it's taken some time to get this balance between mm-hmm. the cooking and the writing. Um, but they kind of weave together in a way where I'm never bored. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as soon as I start to burn out on one, there's always something happening with the other. Yeah. And, like, right now, you know, I've got the two dinners that are coming up, back-to-back in April. I've mm-hmm. got a lot of classes between now and then. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of, the, of April, I'm going to Tulsa for nine days mm-hmm. to work on Woody Guthrie book stuff. Cool. So there'll be no cooking while I'm there. And yeah. then I'll come back and... Start getting ready for jazz brunch in May. Nice. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. it's, um, I said I was in the journalism, the food journalism mm-hmm. game here for a long time, which was, which was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, I had many days, since I always stayed freelance, I never went to an office. Mm-hmm. So I would have all these days where I'd sit on my front porch and work, or I'd go mm-hmm. to the mud house and work. And mm-hmm. I think, yes, this is mm-hmm. what I wanted to do yeah. when I was my daughter's age. Very cool. And cool. yeah, it's it's as, it's as awesome as I thought it would be. Nice. So, do you write for any magazines or websites currently? Not currently. No. Okay. Not currently. Um, I found in trying to do that, and like I said, I'm trying to wrap up the Woody Guthrie book, and I'm starting the food book mm-hmm. right mm. now. Um, I found that if I have deadlines coming at me from other places. I just don't have the focus. Yeah. Um, every now and then, I will do some volunteer writing for KDHX. Uh-huh. Um, that's usually is something once in a lifetime 
comes about. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. got to interview Nick Lowe last October. Oh, wow. So that was a, yeah, I'll take that. Sure. I, I, I can take some, I can take a book break. Yeah. <laughs> I can talk to Nick Lowe. That'll work. Um, but otherwise, no, I'm trying to, trying to stay more book focused mm-hmm. than journalism focused. Um, it's a very different mindset from one to the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, that took some time to figure out. Yeah. Sure. Can you tell us about this book? The food book? Or, well, or, the, or both of them. Or the yeah. Woody Guthrie. Uh, I think everybody's heard about the Woody Guthrie yeah. one because yeah. I, it, I've been working on it for five mm. years. Yeah. Um, hopefully this is the last draft. Mm. Uh, his, the elevator version, um, his centennial was five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I had just left the RFT. Mm. And I was turning 40 that year. And mm. things were not going well in many aspects of my life. Mm. And I just said, I don't say the exact word I said, but (laughs) I just kind of immersed myself in Mm. reading about him. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, all these events started just kind of landing at my feet. Mm. Um, There were all these events going on around the country Mm -hmm. uh, for his centennial. And I started traveling to them Mm -hmm. with no money, no time, sometimes no tickets. I'm just going to show up and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And really, really awesome things happened. Mm. Um, so that book is a chronicle of that year and hmm. ties in some of my story and my family's history because they're from southwest Missouri. He's hmm. from northeast Oklahoma. Hmm. And that that's what really got me was I started seeing all these parallels yeah. between his people and my people. Mm-hmm. And with all of this coming um, in 2012 with an election right after the Occupy movement, yeah. um, so there's a lot of that. And a yeah. lot of it's about the people that I met in the process mm-hmm. because, wow, it was yeah. it was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's on its fourth edit, which means after this one, it's out the door. Um, the food one that I'm starting to work on, um, it's also more in the memoir vein mm-hmm. of looking at, like I said, I have this aversion to working in restaurants. And I had this, when I was in culinary school, I would sit there and think, why am I doing this? Even though I knew I'm doing this to write about it. Mm-hmm. But I never felt like I would fit in mm-hmm. working in the restaurant mm-hmm. scene, whether it was from being a woman, being a little bit older mm-hmm. than the kids I was in school with. Um, I had 10 years on a lot of them at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, up to the fact that my business just kind of I just kind of fell ass first into it. Mm-hmm. And you mean head first or? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll say head one, first, but you're just really more kind of backed into everything. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's how I tend to do things. I back into them all yeah. looking oh, for I, other I, things. I, I, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, literally. <laughs> Oops. Okay, censor me. That's fine. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, the... um. I've always kind of felt like I don't fit there, so I'm going to... My catering company was never on the books, mm. per se. Mm-hmm. And now I do underground everything. And mm. I started kind of looking at, okay, what is this outsider hang-up mm. that I have? Mm-hmm. And again, that kind of took me back into looking at my family, looking at my childhood, and looking at relationships with food all through how this ties mm. in with... Um, you know, my grandparents are still living. They're in their nineties, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. they came from extreme poverty mm-hmm. in the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. And my grandmother is ninety-one years old, and she still, still gardens and cans. Wow. Hmm. 
which she and I trade canning jars all the time. I mean, it's, Hmm. she's tougher than I am in that regard. It's crazy. And, but looking at, you know, how money prohibited food Mm -hmm. for them and how that carried on through my family Mm. and, um, food and body and weight and how all of that figures in and, so yeah, it's an essay collection that focuses on that from all of those standpoints mm. with recipes tied into it. Cool. So mm. coming at it from more of a literary angle mm. than like a bloggy angle because sure. I've done that yeah. for me. And um, yeah, the goal with this, I've been uh, doing some workshops with River Sticks mm. um, and it's, you know, trying to dig deep into um, these cultural forbidden attitudes mm-hmm. about food. Mm. Uh, whether it's in the restaurant industry, whether it's as women, whether it's with mm. poverty, I see. and figuring out how those dots connect mm. to have led me to this kind of weird little career mm. that I put together off the books. Sure, I like so. it. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah really interesting subject matter. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's been. Um, I didn't. I've. I've done the first two chapters, uh-huh. workshopped those um, back in the fall, and had no idea, you know, I thought I was going into just kind of this feel-good story of, you know, my best friend in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and I made these horrible concoctions in her kitchen. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I get into it, and I remember that the reason we were doing that is because her mother was an alcoholic who was mm-hmm. passed out, and she had, um, within a year, had developed horrible eating disorders mm. that plagued her through most of her adult life wow. and you know mm. and you know looking at it from that angle of mm-hmm. what was funny is fifth graders yeah seeing what the roots of that huh. came from and yeah. yeah okay it's gonna be a real uplifting feel-good <laughs> book yeah. no no it, it's not gonna be a total downer I'm fascinated about what you've said so far. Yeah. So okay, I'll, I'll wait to see when it comes out. No. Cool. I gotta get it written. Okay. All right. <laughs> Finish Woody, and then well, I'm I'm uh, actually in another workshop now, but I have to have a table of contents for that one yeah. turned in on Thursday. So. Oh, you'll be great. It's yeah. almost there. <laughs> <laughs> I have my notebooks in my car right now. Oh, wow. I will awesome. be going to film after I'm done here. Oh, so. Good deal. Yeah. Um. So I guess I, I just have, I think, two questions left for you. Okay. Can you tell us all about your online stats? Where can people find you oh. if they want to hire you, come to a dinner, et cetera, et cetera? Okay. I do have a website, mm-hmm. which is subterraneanhomemadefoods.com. Mm-hmm. I am terrible at keeping it updated, mm-hmm. but if you go there, <laughs> it will lead you to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Because of doing everything so much as underground and pop-up, Man, Facebook is the lifeblood of my business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just look for uh, Subterranean Homemade Foods on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Cool. The URL there is Sub Homemade Foods. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. Facebook slash. Um, that's the biggie. Okay. Mm. Gotcha. That's, so they can Facebook message you or comment yep. or something. Cool. Yep. Okay. Yeah. On Instagram, I'm rwheeler1022. Okay. And it's kind of a catch-all Instagram, mm-hmm. but... Whenever, so yeah, you're gonna get pictures of my my weirdo dog and my sick cat and <laughs> my kid. <laughs> There's a picture of her from every Friday night meal when the oh, food cool. comes out. Nice. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to 
putting those together at the end of the year to see all the places. Nice. Yeah, you actually can make a book out of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of pictures of her sitting there looking longingly at, can I please eat the poutine yet, Mom? <laughs> That's how I feel in his photos. Yeah. 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 You, you, you may eat now. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, also, she's 13, and she's um, she's not girly girl, 13-year-old. Yeah. She's... Um, uh, she's discovered this group that nobody has ever heard of that's just everything in her life and it's called Nirvana. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, 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 I they, remember those days. Yeah, Good yeah. For so, her. Which is awesome. I, mean, I would have it no other way. But yeah, I mean she she's the little, you know, grungy punk rock kid who's cool. like it's not like, don't take my picture, my hair's not it's <laughs> <laughs> I want to try this duck, Mom. <laughs> and then let's talk about the clash. Okay. <laughs> She's a lot of fun. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, Instagram's a lot of that and a lot of the critters, but it's also um when I'm prepping stuff for events, um, you know, they there will be lots of prep pictures on Instagram with the event information in the profile. Yeah. And um, but yeah, Facebook and Instagram are the two biggies for me. Um, otherwise, I wind up spending all my time being a social media PR person. I hear you. So yeah, I kind of, and also I like kind of just putting it in a couple of places uh-huh. and seeing what takes hold. Exactly. That gives me ideas on what works and what doesn't. Yeah. If Same. I have to push too hard, it's not. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not organically coming about. Exactly. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so last thing, Robin. All right. Do you have any asks or requests for the people listening to us? Mm. Anything at all? Come to brunch. <laughs> By all means, come, if you do anything, any event that I'm involved with, mm-hmm. the jazz brunch is my baby. Okay. And mm. it is the most accessible. It's family friendly. Mm. We're doing so much good stuff for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, our charity for uh, the April brunch is CHADS, which is a nonprofit that does uh, mental health outreach hmm. in St. Louis schools. Excellent. Very good. Um, we pick each charity kind of based on, on who's in need, mm-hmm. um, what marginalized groups are in need. Mm-hmm. And we decided, I actually had uh, one of the directors of CHADS in a class mm-hmm. at Deerberg's, mm-hmm. and I'd mentioned the brunch. And he came up to me after class and gave me his card, told mm-hmm. me what he does. Mm-hmm. I've had my own mental health issues, but what, what, so I kept that in mind that, yeah, this is something near and dear, Mm. but when, um, now not as much of an issue for a little while, but when the healthcare bill was announced, Mm. you know, mental health funding and education and outreach is always limited anyway, and this is going to hurt a lot of people, and it's going to hurt a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. So, okay, this is our... This is our charity. Last month we did, um, we actually went with a GoFundMe that was for five Syrian refugee families in St. Wow. Louis um, and getting their houses set up. Wow. Cool. Uh, we've done Planned Parenthood. We've done uh, Metro Umbrella Trans mm-hmm. Organization. Uh, mm-hmm. Their legal fund to help people get name changes. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I mean, it's it's an, an opportunity to, to come out. We don't hit you over the head <laughs> with our charities. Mm-hmm. Sure. If you want to donate, great. If you don't, that's fine. But, you know, we've got this nice little group going where you can show up in your pajamas. It's not like going to fancy brunch. Yeah. Sure, sure. You can show up in your pajamas. You can bring your kids. 
There's awesome local art hanging on the walls. Mm. There's awesome music. You can come back from the kitchen and say hi and hang out. I might make you run food if you do, but, you know. (laughs) Uh, Kitchen House comes out and does pour-overs for us. So there's coffee. Mm. Schlafly donates beer. You know, it's a different menu every time. And it's just such, I have so much fun with that event. Sweet. And where is it generally held at? Uh, it's at Human Spaces Human in Carondelet. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it's an event space. You can actually see it, the Mississippi River from the front porch. Oh, wow. Cool. It's one of the few places hmm. um, in town that you can do that. Is it on Broadway? It's right off of Broadway. Okay. It's at 216 Haven. Gotcha. Okay. Very yeah. good. You usually get going about 11 o'clock. Okay. Um, start food service and drink service at 11. Uh-huh. Music starts at noon. Mm-hmm. Um, this month we have Sweet and Low. There's a duo, oh, yeah. Celia, who does uh, the kids sing-alongs, mm-hmm. and yep. everybody loves Celia. It's, yeah. it's her jazz duo. I've nice. heard of her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, she's great. Hmm. Um, but yeah, um, come to the jazz brunch. Okay, and, and the next one is? April 9th. Okay. And Sunday. how do you get to buy tickets beforehand, nope. or you show up? Nope, you show up. We suggest a $5 uh, cover charge that oh, goes wow. to the musicians. Huh. I'll also yell from the kitchen for you to tip your musicians too, because that, that's we want everybody. We want to do something good for the community, right? And a part of that also means making sure we have musicians who are making some money, sure, for sure, and yeah. making sure that you have a chef who is making some money yeah. and can go do some yeah. other things. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, my menu is suggested pricing, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you order. You stick your money in a jar. Nobody knows how much you paid. Hmm. Uh, we want it to be accessible, and we want it to be, um, we want it to be dignified. Mm-hmm. That if somebody wants to come out and they might not have the cash to do so, hmm. they don't have to advertise it. Hmm. And what we have found um, with doing this, you know, pay what you want menu, um, it's not hurting. Hmm. People are generous. Hmm. And it, it balances every time. Good job. It's excellent to see people are donating to the charities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's been really awesome to see nice. just how people come together with it, mm-hmm. uh, to hear the conversations that are happening. Um, I've met some great people mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have met otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, by all means, come out to Jazz Brunch. It's Sweet. so much fun. Very cool. All right. Sounds exciting. Well, thanks for coming over, Robin. Thanks for having this me. This is cool. Yeah. Thank Good you. conversation. Thank you. Yeah. Boom. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Please be sure to tune in next week to another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. In the meantime, though, go out there and eat stuff. Bye, guys.